Hello and welcome to episode 47 of the Oki Show Show for December 29th, 2017. It's the last episode before the new year. Happy Christmas! Merry New Year! Hope everybody's been having a great time spending time with family and friends, eating pumpkin pie, and or doing like what my family does, traditionally eating a Mexican Christmas dinner. I don't know why that we, like, is it just my family? If it's not just my family, I wanna know. Leave something in the comment section. I wanna know who all has Mexican Christmas dinner, aside from me. Enchilada casserole, fajitas, the whole nine yards, everything. And then randomly angry shrimp. But yes, I am so excited to be done with 2017 and welcome 2018 into the fold. It's time to set some goals. Time to strive to be better than you were in 2017. You know, do you just, if you set that every single year, you try to be a better person every year, eventually you reach Nirvana and you're perfect. So, if you want to be a part of the Oki Show show and like really be a part of our YouTube sketches and the, and the podcast and everything, in the upcoming year, be sure to check out patreon.com slash show. There are different tiers that you can be a part of. Uh, you get perks all the way from t-shirts to you can even be a guest on the show. So, be sure to check that out. Also, uh, no matter what level of patron you become, you can listen to our super secret podcast. Did you know that that's a thing? Because it is. Yeah. You could be hearing all of my secrets and other people's secrets and all sorts of secret news that you would otherwise never get to know until it actually drops. So today's episode features the Burns Brothers, who are no stranger to the Oki Show show. You may remember them from Electric Nostalgia, Fleeting Light, Mono, they've won, they've won several awards uh, for all their film work. And in addition to those two, we also have the podcaster extraordinaire Caleb Masters on. You may know him from Good Trash Media, as well as a thousand other podcasts. In fact, he even talks about some of them on this episode. But they are here to talk about their new site, The Cinematropolis. Go to thecinematropolis.com and check out some of the things that they do. And the topic of this discussion, beyond you know talking about everything that they do over at The Cinematropolis is maybe you yourself want to start your own website. Maybe you want to start a podcast kind of like this. Maybe you want to have some kind of a social media presence of some kind. Like like uh, we follow, my wife and I, we follow the doggest. It's pretty great if you love dogs. You can check out different dogs that are up for adoption and they're adorable. Maybe you yourself want to be a dogist. Well, how do you get started in that? How do you build an audience, and how do you not waste a lot of time screaming into a vacuum? Well, you're going to learn all of that on today's episode of The Oki Show Show. All right, and welcome to The Oki Show Show, the podcast that explores the Heartlands Entertainment Industries. I'm Brian. I'm Kelly. And I'm Neil. And we are here with three awesome dudes that have definitely never been on the show before. Never. Ever. 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 I've never met them ever. I know. And really, we actually just kind of picked you up off the street and we're like, you guys look interesting. They look like Because our original, yeah. yeah. Our original guests. I, I think it's the t shirts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, everybody, please welcome to the show uh, the director of Electric Nostalgia, Mr. Jake Burns. Woo! 
I feel I, like we should have a so, no, 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 no. It's just crickets. Um, we have a, an amazing photographer, the producer of wave, Wailing Wheat and... Oh, that's Wailing, wailing Wheat. wheat. <laughs> well, that's wailing wheat. Okay, so we just shot Wailing, and that's what was in my brain. <laughs> yeah. And uh, anyways, Mr. Zach Burns, everybody welcome him to the show as well. Hi. Imagine there's no a round applause, of applause please. happening. No applause. <laughs> please, hold, hold your applause. And the editor of the topic that we're going to be talking about tonight... The Cinematropolis, Mr. Caleb Masters. Hey, everybody. Whoa, you guys got him. And he's what? also probably a familiar voice because you have several podcasts as well. I have infinite number of podcasts, actually. <laughs> infinite podcasts. Infinite podcasts on movies and Game of Thrones and all sorts of other things that I love. Are you okay? What, what's your relationship with the Good Trash? Yeah, so I uh, produced back the movies for Good Trash Media. The show's been on hiatus for a few months now, but uh, and currently I'm producing a Game of Thrones podcast, uh, The Cast yes. Beyond the Wall. Now, I have been doing that for four years before Good Trash, but it is currently being hosted by the website there. Nice. Wow. Awesome. I'm going to have to listen to I that know, show I'm because, like, dude, it. Game of Thrones <laughs> is getting so freaking intense. By so the time good. this episode airs, it's going to be old news. Hey, listen. Man, you remember how I've got podcasts going all the way back to season four of Game of Thrones. Yeah. The cast be on the wall. Look us up. Uh, we have a new episode that comes out every Wednesday when the show's on, plus uh, season precaps and recaps. That's yeah. Yeah. Man, per- perfect for I, a rewatch. I'm, perfect. I'm not really a Game of Thrones fan. Like, I've you know what, Neil? Never, get out. I've never, I've never watched Game of Thrones, and so my buddy was like, "You have to watch Game of Thrones." And I watched Correct one answer. episode and half the cast died. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it like a random episode. No, the newest episode that had just came out. Oh, oh no. Why? Yeah, you shouldn't I, start there. I, it was all, I like it to was watch all my good. movies like Memento. It started the very end. Right in the climax of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was cool, though. I mean, it, it was awesome. Well, you don't have to watch any of the rest to the episodes now because you know what happens. I, I encourage you to go back and watch old episodes because the new episodes it's, are, are yeah. they're very fun but they're not quite the it's same. Like, you know, I it's not to... about the destination. It's about the journey. They all die but, but now you need to find out how they got there. But I would encourage you, Neil, be very, very careful of the company that you have in the house whenever you're watching Game of Thrones because I made the mistake one time my mother-in-law was drifting through the house while I was watching Game of Thrones. Nope. And it was it just so happened to be the one scene where the guy gets his member taken off. <laughs> and, and right before he gets his member taken off, there's like three naked ladies like seducing him and everything. And I'm watching, in the context of the show, you're like, what the fuck is about to go down? <laughs> and then my mother-in-law drifts in the room and she's like, so Brian, I was... Uh, uh, and then she just walked out of the room. <laughs> and I, I'll come back in ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> when you're done. There's a, whole, there's a whole video on that. It's like uh, people getting cast and stuff, and they explain they're explaining in vigorous detail all the things. And then they're like, "It's not porn. It's HBO." Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's weird because Game of Thrones is the worst about this thing they call oh. sex position. Yeah. And it's the worst because it's not like where you can just skip and no. like be like, "Oh no, no." Oh it's no. Because they it's have like important dialogue. Right. This. Yes, yeah. yes, but it's, it's, it gets a lot lighter in the later seasons, those yeah. early seasons where they weren't sure it was a gamble. They were like, we're going to work all the exposition to all the sex scenes <laughs> yeah. every yeah. other scene. Everyone has to you know, see this. You know, George R. R. Martin is like... <laughs> 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 so guys, anyway, guys, so we're guys. already way off yeah. topic. Uh, <laughs> we we went down around. the Game of Thrones rabbit hole real fast. But uh, so you guys have a brand new website called The Cinematropolis. And 
why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Because, first of all, awesome name. Yeah, great name. Oh, thank you. You have a superhero <laughs> that, that patrols Cinematropolis? Uh, the Cinematropolis might have a giant robot that shows up from time to time. Perfect. Not no sure, relation sure. to uh, electric nostalgia, I assure you. <laughs> right. Okay, as long as he's, does he have a face? That's really important. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, no, I can't remember his face. Oh, you're good there, sir. <laughs> That's yeah, a reference to Electric Nostalgia for anybody that doesn't is. know. <laughs> right. Spoilers, guys. No spoilers. <laughs> yeah, so the Cinematropolis is a website. We just launched it back in June, about <laughs> right a week before Dead Center or so. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, but nice. it was actually good timing because we got to, to post a bunch of uh, exclusive Dead Center interviews with the director of Gremlin. Of course, these two gentlemen had their own project, Fleeting Light, to uh, talk about, and then we also got to talk with the Oklahoma uh, film winner director uh, Mickey, which is Alien. So we got to talk to Mickey yes, and Jacob sweet. and Kate. So it was actually really great timing. Uh, but the Cinematropolis, it's uh, we're dubbing it uh, thoughtful conversations on film. And w- what we really want to do is we notice there's a lot of reviews out there. We're living in a, an internet climate where there's a lot of geek culture, which I love, I'm a part of, but. We want something that's more than just like really, you know, baity headlines about realisticals and these quick fun facts. Like we really miss like a uh, more more traditional, old school form of internet writing. Can't believe I'm saying that. Um, where you're looking at uh, long form essays. Uh, right. Our essays usually run between one and two thousand words a piece, and we really want to 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 look at essays over reviews reviews are like hey this is cool what did we think thumbs up thumbs down and while i've been doing like film reviewing for like five or six years now it's um it is nice to really be able to to pick movies that aren't necessarily the hottest newest thing per se Mm -hmm. but really dig into movies i love or maybe i don't love uh and really analyze them and and look look at them through a very specific lens and uh, hopefully give readers and viewers of our video essays uh, a chance to have uh, a more thoughtful engagement with the films they're watching. That's awesome. So in what capacity do you guys, are you guys a part of the Cinematropolis? So we, um, it really kind of started with me and Zachary. And so we've uh, uh, obviously as filmmakers, we're also just fans of film in general. Um, And so uh, for me, especially when I was first kind of starting out um uh, that that was a lot of how i learned was i watch movies but it was also from reading about movies and um and so what i have found in the last few years is that we're actually losing a lot of really good film analysis websites there was one called the dissolve mm. um which was incredible did it dissolve um, it dissolved it dissolved, yeah. it dissolved. Yeah. It dissolved. Yeah. Yeah. tragically yeah. Um, Tragic irony. So it was yeah it was shut down and then uh there's also other ones like Grantland and stuff like that mm-hmm. lots of kind of uh but like Caleb was saying, like there's, there, you can find so many people reviewing movies out there, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that; those are great too. But like to really dig deep into movies, that's a whole new thing, um, mm-hmm. and it's a separate thing. And so that's what we felt like was missing for for us. Like part of it was like mm-hmm. we just wanted more for us to read, like because <laughs> uh, we're losing these sites that we like so much. And so, um, and also that that's how I discovered a lot of movies. Like I actually yeah. found that I've discovered less movies after the dissolve shut down because they were, uh. they had new movies all the time that I hadn't heard of from like, you know, the sixties or the seventies, the fifties, oh, wow. the forties, you know, yeah. they talk about anything. And so I've kind of lost that kind of source for finding new movies. Right. Um, and so I was, that's kind of where it started was we kind of wanted to bring that and maybe hopefully, cause even already, um, with the cinematropolis, like we bring in contributing writers and stuff like that. And they're able to kind of choose what movies they want to talk about, mm. uh, based on the theme that we've chosen. And, uh, 
it's it's been cool because already they've chosen movies that I wouldn't have chosen or movies that I haven't seen. And so already, even just for me, it's kind of filling that gap a little bit that we that's lost awesome. some of those other sides. So it's been really cool. Yeah, that's really So um, <clears throat> one thing that I want to kind of touch on, and we talked a little bit about this off camera, but um, and off recording. <laughs> so many new elements. You know, we're this is our fourth episode in yeah. with the new studio space, and I'm still... I'm, so I'm not just now it. getting used to it. Like, oh, yeah, but just now. Nice studio, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. Oh, very, very, very cool. nice. Thank you to the, the, uh, everybody from the Mostly Harmless Media. Hey. hey. And we even have an engineer in the back. His name is Jay. Whoa. Jay! He shouted. <laughs> <laughs> he shouted, yes. You have voices, guys. <laughs> so, He's real, I promise. <clears throat> so uh, touch on a little bit the difference between a film review and a film essay. Yeah. So, or did we already talk about that and I'm just <laughs> You kind of hit it a little uh, bit. We hit it on a little bit, but uh, I mean, at least I'll, I'll kick us off at least. Yeah. So when you're looking at reviews, what you're looking at, the way the internet works, it's it, it, the internet, generally speaking, especially on film websites, newest, latest, best, all the time, all the time. It's going to be new, new, new. Or it has to be something that's very, very relevant to the conversation that's going on in the cultural zeitgeist. So... Um, things that are happening a lot of times uh, reviews or the essays that do get published are all writing off of the cuff of what's popular what are people thinking about that aren't related to movies but remind them of movies um, we're, for instance we're in this big nostalgia culture right now like mm-hmm. neck deep so you're seeing all sorts of you know it was 80s nostalgia 90s nostalgia that's all being mined so those are all fine reviews as specifically as we're not getting into 2000s nostalgia yet. I, someone posted we'll get that there. We'll get there. No. Someone that was, scares the shit out of me you know whenever Lost comes back whenever they do a launch yeah. reboot no. oh, as no. a dear fan of Lost you know we've reached the oh, 2000s yeah. uh, anyway, but, I cut you off sorry no no you're fine uh, reviews though are saying hey I liked it I didn't like it here's what worked it's more of a, a formalist approach to writing mm. hey in a more immediate response yeah, like, yes I've, I've watched this once this is how i feel about it and i right. watched it yesterday and i yeah. wrote this thing last night because i wanted to get it up tomorrow so i could be one of the first people posted so yes. i get the clicks i need to I generate the revenue so yeah. much yeah so much <sighs> you love it brian i i've always had an issue with film reviews which is kind of funny because we might be starting our own film review thing <clears throat> Ooh. we but uh, you know well, <laughs> me and one of the other members of the Oki Show Show community. Hey. Maybe we'll see. I've, I literally spent all day like testing live feed stuff, but um, uh, yeah, just like first of all, the speed that you have to crank the stuff out, yeah. and like oh, yeah. what you just said about how you watch it one time, and you're like, well, I have a perfect view of this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, how many movies have you watched? Like, like. But, like I, I think back to whenever I saw Schindler's List for the first time. Oh man! And why would you laugh? Schindler's List. He started laughing before you. <laughs> I just want to know that. I knew that a movie of that type was. I good. was like, so Dare I say it? Fight Club. Fight Club. It was probably some sort of thing like Schindler's List. Like yeah. I mean, it went in my head anyway. Where it takes a yeah. second for it to sink in. Like I remember watching that for the first time, and it like it like it didn't fully sink in until like several days later. Yeah. And oh, like, sure. you got to give movies the chance to to register with you before you're like, it was bad. Burr, thumbs down. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, totally. that's my rant. Yeah. So, so in, in comparison, like essays are are more in depth. Yeah. More yeah. Analytical in a little, sense, or what, I mean. Yeah. No, you, you hit it hit it right on. So, uh, film essays are they're going to be longer, and at least the type of essays we're writing, we're writing about. We have monthly themes that we set up. So, for instance, in, in June, we had our monthly theme was uh, 
first films by great directors. So we, we looked nice. at the Wachowskis. Uh, yes. We looked at Wes Anderson. Um, uh, and Jacob talked a little bit about, you know, hey, all these, I mean, even Stu- Steven Spielberg, the, these guys had first films that might not have been like as amazing yeah. uh, or not, or at least not the same as they are today, but man, they were still great and yeah. they're still worth looking at. And a lot of people don't ever get into the early filmographies of these really legendary directors who hit it big mm. down the road. Um, have you seen Christopher Nolan's first short film? Following. Following. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the short film? Oh, the short, uh, yeah. Not short film. Yeah. Doodlebug. 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 Yeah. Doodlebug. Yeah. 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 It's great. It's funny. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. It's, it's weird. weird. Yeah. I would encourage all the listeners and the viewers, go look up Doodlebug but by it's Christopher not, Nolan. It's not what you'd expect from Christopher Nolan. For no, sure. not no, at no, all. No, and that's yeah. the thing. I think that's why it's like, because I just got done watching Dunkirk, which like to me, like yeah. my, uh, my friend and I left the theater just like, just like in awe yeah. of the whole thing. I think it might be his best. But that's just me. It's excellent. Yeah, it's great. It might. Anyway, anyway, you could put it in that conversation. Yeah, but like, and then going back and watching Doodlebug, it's like, what? One example. Uh, I I actually had a similar uh, experience when I went and watched Bound, which is the Wachowski siblings' first film. Oh, yeah, uh, I'd never seen it before. Uh, but I, we kicked off the theme, and I said, you know what? I love the Wachowskis. I love the Matrix. I love, love, love Cloud Atlas, uh, Jupiter Ascending. We're not going to talk about, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I love their movies, and I love uh, even Sense Eight, their TV show. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go back and see the first film. And when I watched it, it was. Like basically a single location or like a two, three room film, yeah. really close proximity. But what was really cool about it and going back was I, while it was definitely not this crazy spiritual special effects driven film, what they've become known for all those ideas that they, they would go on to pursue throughout their careers were all present in the film. Yeah. And they would, and that was, what was really cool. It was like seeing their, them kind of the ideas that they were drawn to as filmmakers very early on, not developed or anything, but like, we're still present in a mob movie, like a mob hold up movie, essentially that are still present in these giant. I mean, the most, some of the most ambitious films I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and that, that's the thing about the, the essays though, is we have the, we have monthly themes and under those themes, we, we allow our writers to write something and we very high level themes, essays uh writers can contribute and their essays can really be anything under that umbrella and uh it can pick any film they just need to have like an angle on it that's they're really passionate about and yeah so how would a how would a uh if somebody's listening to this show and they're like i have awesome views and i like to write <laughs> how would they get about go about getting on or getting involved involved with cinematropolis i swear i can speak normal <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you take it um, yeah, well, there's actually... I would prefer uh, that you answer, Jacob. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, we actually have a handy uh, little page on our website, on the cinematropolis.com, um, where you can uh, uh, do that or submit <laughs> ideas. There, there's an email. It's What's the email? It's the cinematropolis <laughs> at gmail.com. There it is, the cinematropolis at gmail.com. Uh, where people can pitch ideas, and you'll be talking directly to uh, Caleb Masters over here, um, and he'll he'll give you a, a yes or no, basically, yeah, or or, so. or talk you through where what your pitch might, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, right, where yeah. it might go. And so like, like we, we we want to put a big focus on like actual writing, like it's not just mm-hmm. 
a conversation. It's not just talking about movies, just whatever random thoughts mm-hmm. you have. Like we want to actually be well-written pieces. Right. What? Um, you want people to write That's weird. Like, cool. so, this might scare <laughs> some people away, but we want you to have a thesis. I know. Can I, yeah. I, yeah. I know. submit something in cursive to you guys? Because uh, I feel like people don't do that anymore and it might give me a leg up. I write beautiful. You could, I mean, only if you write it with a quill pen and an English accent. I can accent. do That's that. Right. <laughs> if you write it I in an English accent. I can do calligraphy. Yeah. So you're Yeah, submit it and you know, we'll see. Caleb gets, you know, we'll see. The main idea of like your guys' essays or is it just to talk film theory? Like uh like I had I had checked one out that was on there, um the character driven car chase. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, done by uh, Zachary Burns over here. Yeah, oh, exactly. Oh, by, oh, the, by the one and only. Yeah. <laughs> and so like are you guys just only diving into the theory of filmmaking and like like character arc and like with, like everything that happens that is the idea of like film or are you talking more technical or just in general? I think it's pretty open. Like yeah. we kind of leave it open to the contributor um, and, and whatever they and Caleb work out um, because um, yeah, like it's, it's yeah. Sometimes the essays kind of can be more technical about like, Oh, here's the craft of it. But then sometimes it's about like just putting it into context. Like this movie, uh, came out um joshua Unruh did one on Smokey and the bandit mm. and he didn't just talk about like the movie but he also kind of put it in the context of the time that it came out talked about what was happening in the world and stuff like that so you get a lot more interesting pieces about that and it can be more kind of social ideas and stuff like that and then how those contributed to the movie versus the way things are now that's or, awesome you know compare and contrast how things are now so yeah we kind of leave it we kind of want to hit everything yeah yeah and and that and that <clears throat> specific essay by Joshua and and my video essay both came from our theme of that month was car chases cinematic yeah. car chases cinematic yeah. car chases which i mean and that's that's also something we want to do like we like having a theme that kind of gives us a jumping off point uh for for people's uh pieces um but still leaves it pretty open to where they can still talk about basically anything. So, you know, he talked about Smokey and the Bandit and in the cultural context of that movie of when it came out. Um, And then, you know, I talk about car chases where you barely see anything. Um, (laughs) And so it, it just, it's a, just a good jumping off point to, to again, help us uh, find new angles uh, to talk about films and, and to talk about film, new films that some of us, you know, haven't seen before. Very and nice. are you guys, uh, I know you mentioned at least that uh, you're wanting to kind of focus on some of the local stuff as well. I mean, is that like one of the highlights of, of the Cinematropolis is to focus on local filmmakers, local film, yes. that kind of thing? So, well? you know, we are uh, an Oklahoma-based website, and we definitely want to give a platform to filmmakers who think they've got really cool stories they want to tell, uh, or maybe they have things about film that they want to add to the, 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 the conversation on the internet. The internet is a very big, huge animal, and, uh, you know, we, we do want to expand beyond Oklahoma, but we also think that there's definitely a, a need uh, in Oklahoma for Oklahoma filmmakers to have a platform to get their stories out there because there's a lot of awesome things and there's a lot of awesome, awesome things happening here oh, that yeah. the greater internet, you know, almost knows nothing about. So we really want to help give a platform and give those folks who are making films here uh, a voice and, and get them kind of in the internet game as well. That's um, awesome. So, I mean, I and we'll talk to anyone. I mean, if someone, from, if we can get someone uh, from LA on yeah. uh, maybe like Cinematropolis Radio, which is kind of how we did, uh, you know, Dead Center, where we're just talking to people like a radio show, um, yes. or we get contributors from New York or Chicago uh, to write for the website, we're going to take that. But we also, because 
because we're Oklahoma, you know, and Zach and Jacob are very well connected here in the Oklahoma community. We also know that there's a lot of really cool people who we also want to spotlight here just as well as anywhere else in the country. I love that. Yeah. So now you mentioned uh, Cinematropolis Radio. Is that a podcast that you guys have as well? Um, so it's the format I chose to do the interviews for Dead Center. Uh, there might or might not be a podcast in development that nice. I, I might or might not be very, very excited about when it might or might not come out. Because <laughs> uh, uh, podcasting... I didn't uh, think you were into podcasting. I didn't. I, I know. I don't look like that type of guy. But, uh, uh, no, but I, I, I am... Um, a big fan, a uh, really big believer in podcasting. I think what you guys are doing here is really great. And I think it just uh, allows for a lot of innovation. And uh, I think there's a need online for a certain type of podcast that does not exist yet. And I right. think that we could put our own unique brand and spin on doing a podcast, you know, yeah. at some point, hypothetically, that could be pretty cool if it were to happen. Yeah, so, awesome. um, but, but anytime we have kind of like one shot interviews or whatnot, you know, someone, you have a chance to talk to a cool filmmaker, you're not going to say no. And for me, I'm never... <laughs> There are written interviews. I don't really like to read full-blown written interviews. I'd rather just listen. So that's kind of the yeah. format we're rolling for. We have an RSS feed for it, just the Cinematropolis Radio. Uh, but there are future plans in the works for a full-blown. Sweet, sweet. So I want to get into some technical stuff because here on the Okie Show show, we like to help people learn how to do certain things. How to things. do stuff because we don't do. know. <laughs> And, uh, sorry, guys. Uh, those are things. trade secrets. We can't reveal. Right? <laughs> Get out. So what we're talking about, it, what we're talking is, about is a website that is is completely engrossed in what's called new media, blogging, podcasting, video essays, all this kind of stuff. And so with that, there's a lot of technical things that happen behind behind the scenes. So, like, first of all, let's talk about the website. How do you get your website hosted and built? So whenever me and Zachary first came up with this idea for this website um the first thing we realized was that neither of us knew how to do this um, and so and tends so, to happen <laughs> and so we were very fortunate that we knew mr caleb masters who had has a lot of experience doing these type of things and so he was when we were trying to think we were like wouldn't it be great if we could like be idea guys and someone else could actually like do this stuff yes. <laughs> for us and then I wish I could do that. <laughs> it was amazing. I can't I was, wait until that's kind of what the game the game is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was amazing today. I went to the Cinematropolis website and was like, wow, look at all these new articles. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that was what we did. For, Caleb was the first person we thought of as a possible editor in chief and, and he kind of uh, really brought his expertise in that. So why don't you talk about that stuff? Yeah, so when it comes to building a website, uh, you need to find a an actual host. So there's a lot of different hosts out there. GoDaddy is a particular popular, uh, popular one. We use uh, Bluehost, uh, which is another really popular one. And uh, a fun little tidbit, they'll tell you they're charging you for the uh, for the for, per month, but then they charge you in bulk at the same time. They don't tell you that. Ah, they never tell you nice that. Little yeah, detail. Yeah, that nice, but if you're buying a website yeah. and you're like, hey, only oh, 10 bucks a month, that's great. And then you have like, you know, 150 bucks missing from your bank. You're like, wait a second. Yeah. Um, but that's yeah. why we went with Squarespace. Squarespace. Yogi Show Show is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace. <laughs> Just like every other podcast on the entire planet <laughs> uh yeah uh, so you need to get a host and then that's where you decide once you get the host you decide okay uh am i going to go with squarespace uh are you going to go with um weebly um i have a lot of experience with wordpress uh it's like and i i feel like i know it i feel like i have a, a love love relationship with wordpress because i know what i can do and there's a lot of customization options yeah. uh, that are available you on WordPress, you can make it as simple or as complex as you want to. And that's why I really gravitated towards that. So you get a host 
and then you get your, I guess, your online operating system, so to speak. And we went with WordPress. And once you do that, you need to pick your theme, uh, which we actually spent a pretty good deal of time sifting through themes. And I think Zach discovered our our the one we landed on. Um, I kind of we, we we went through a few, and then it, then you install the theme on top of your operating system on the WordPress, uh, and then that's when you hit the real fun starts. You get to tinker with it and you add your widgets, like your drop down menus. That's when you get yeah. to add your art and your graphics. And Zach, uh, you know, having bring his graphic design expertise to the table, um, did a really bang up awesome job getting uh, all the graphics going and, and, and making sure all the colors align. So it's like, looks all slick and futury with those light blue neon lights. It looks great. First of all, the design that you guys came up with yeah, that I guess Zach, you came up with the, the yeah. Cinematropolis design. That, that was me. I'm sorry. It's, it's really bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's a, like, yeah, it's really, really good. It's like pretty much everything that you come up with. This is really good. Ah, shucks. Everybody gives Zach a compliment. Yeah. Oh, you're so, please do. You're, you're so just fantastic. so you're so yes. great. You're, you're so just great. Class. Jacob, not so much, but you're so, so great. Much class. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're all right. Oh, right. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> so the next thing when you're when you're building something like this is overhead. So um, you know, with the Oki Show show we have a particular amount of expenses every month that we have to deal with. And this is not a money-making machine just yet. You know, where we're trying to, you know, we're getting our sponsorship stuff working Brian slowly. Brian is going into because of this podcast. I have missed here. meals so that you people could listen to the show. That's interesting because we've become millionaires. The second we launched, there was just money in the bank. Yeah, instant yeah. success. Exactly. So Laugh at my jokes, please. <laughs> so first of all, what kind of overhead do you guys have for something like this because you're shooting video essays are they are you using like actual legitimate cameras and sound equipment and all that kind of stuff or are you just using webcams so we uh well for the video essays what we mostly do is um we're not really on screen for any of them we kind of our template is kind of we, we take clips from movies and stuff like that it's kind of just okay. voiceover over it um and then but yeah so we um we we try to, we're trying to keep our overhead as low as possible right now with the hopes that we can uh, as the site gets bigger. Um, but we do one thing that is really important to us is all the contributors. We do pay them for if they write something oh, or if they great. make a video essay. Um, we will pay them. It's not a lot now, but yeah. um, hopefully as we grow, we can pay more. But we do that is something that's important to us. Yeah. And I did notice that you also. <clears throat> this is a big piece of overhead that uh, always blindsides me. But you have shirts. You know, you have stickers. You got to pay for all that. <laughs> so first of all, when you're starting out like this, where does all that money come from? Um, so we um, and what's the pin number? <laughs> yeah, so our bank account is uh, <clears throat> no. We um, so basically we used some money from our uh, so me and Zachary co-own a production company called Planet Thunder Productions. Sure. You guys may have heard about. Um, and what? so nah. we um, so yeah. So the Cinematropolis is kind of an offshoot kind of a spinoff of planet thunder ah. um and so yes yeah, so within the planet thunder cinematic universe exactly okay. yeah Quite, exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah remember everything we say tonight it's going to be important 15 <laughs> right. years yeah um, 15, 15 projects from <laughs> once yeah. we hit phase six yes. <laughs> yeah. it was all part of the plan the secret the secret <laughs> yeah. to success right in exactly, this moment yeah. yeah the cinematropolis is the guardians of the galaxy <laughs> <laughs> right um, there's gonna be a massive crossover eventually <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, so that's, that's where most of our money comes from is from our, our production company. Um, and like I said, we try to keep it low and then some things, you know, like this, the shirt that 
Caleb's wearing, we didn't um, order a bulk. There's only one. bunch of shirts. Yeah, there's, there's only one shirt. Yeah, yeah, got it. You guys kind just of, pass it. Share, yeah. share yeah. It's yeah. like a traveling we pants sh- of shirts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we share a routine. Exactly. I mean, they, they notice it's stretched out when I give it to them for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Throw it in the dryer. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, um, and Zachary can probably explain this better, but yeah, there's sites where you can set up uh, that basically it's, it's essentially made to order. So if you order it, then the company that that we've set it up with, they will make it and send it to you. Nice. Uh, no way. Is that a real thing? Because I need to know about this for separate <laughs> reasons, just because maybe I want a lot of shirts made. It's for a high school reunion. Don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a really cool thing. Okay, that's good to know. I, I just learned something. See? I learned so many things. You can apply um, the knowledge of this show to everything. Yeah. <laughs> Including uh, high school reunions. Do you, do you guys, I mean, would you recommend starting, like, how, like when in your process do you start looking for patrons or or things like that. I mean, I know that we've kind of dabbled in Patreon, dabbled in certain things, but mm-hmm. that wasn't really in the beginning of the show. Like we need, no. we need patrons for this. We like, need someone to, it was I more started of a, this just show. A, let's yeah. just do it. Right. I literally just was like, I want to do something. Right. So, and there it was. You, like, and it's pretty much stayed at that quality. Do you think that there's a, a, a kind of a sweet spot and where, like, should you go for it before you even start your project no. or just get your project off the ground? <laughs> That's a good thing. No. I think for people listening that they should know this. Yeah. So here's the thing about patrons. Uh, if you want to go the Patreon route or you yeah. want to try to raise mo- monthly funds from from your base, so you need to have a base before you can ask right. them for money because okay. then they're going to be like, well, who are these when people uh, yeah. asking me? And, yeah. and, and Zach and Jacob make movies, but it's not the same thing as a website that generates online content. You know, It's, right. a, it's a really different animal. Um, e- either that or you need to be a person who's done a lot of awesome stuff and you say, hey, I've got this big thing I want to do and I can't do it. Uh, without your funding because okay. it's true you know it's kind of like you guys did an indiegogo for for electric nostalgia and right. you had to have that that funding yeah. um the, the patreon's a, a different model um but i it, it's less about the time and more about the i would i would say probably your faith in your own base okay um when do you think because the thing is they don't have especially with patreon they don't have to give you money absolutely right. um, but you say hey if you give us money we get to do more cool stuff and you get rewards for giving us money but i, I would definitely say what is your confidence in your base you should definitely be doing some doing something before you ask them for money absolutely uh, and some for, for some some websites or podcasts like that happens like that like right. they get a huge base instantly because they they their best friends a celebrity who guest hosted on the show or uh, they hit a sweet topic at the right time, so everyone knows about them. Uh, but for the podcasts, uh, I mean, I, I have them. Uh, you know, speaking of good trash media stuff earlier, I did Patreon work with with them for for a good while. But that that podcast has been going on for you know two year, two two and a half years before yeah. there was a, a Patreon launch, a soft Patreon launch, and then we did a full blown relaunch a year later. So yeah. uh, and so I mean, really the, the, that the, the podcast before we went to a full blown website in that particular project had existed for three years and we had a, a decent, a small but dedicated base that was very interactive. So I think, you know, having an interactive base or, and if they're not interactive, you have to know them and know that they are very invested in your show. I think right. those are things to look at less so than like necessarily a timeline, a specific timeline. Like there's not a, Oh, if I wait six months and that's the right time, it's okay. more of a, what take the temperature, see what your people are feeling like. Do they want more? If you throw it out there, they're going to engage. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Good tips for us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I know, right? It's just, you know, a lot of it's just 
keep making content. I think that's where a lot of people mm-hmm. fail yep. is they like, oh, no one's reading it or no one's, you know, so oh, what's the point? And like, that's, but the only way you're going to get people to read it is if you just keep doing it. It's like and my Zanga account. Like I kept writing those Zanga <laughs> exactly. posts. Yeah. Oh, man. And sooner and or later, the huge... guy I was writing them to, he finally read them. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> See, exactly. You'll find your audience. Posts. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. But, your by audience that time, will find you. It was years after and you were already married. I was already, yeah. I was already sailed. Turn from, this can happen to, remember the day. <laughs> uh, and one thing I'd add on to uh, what Jacob's saying too, just for any content creators or people who do want to monetize their content at some point, like do it, do it regularly for a while. I mean, do it regularly. Stay on a schedule. No, let your your audience needs to know exactly what they expect. That's the thing. Once they, once you become, especially online, once whatever you're making for them, whether it's videos or essays or podcasts, once you are a part of their life in one form or another. And they they know when to expect that all that stuff. That's mm-hmm. when they're going to be a lot more willing to want to give you money um, and, and engage. It's really cool to have a community behind you that you can talk to, and and and, and they they love all the same things you do. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Because like I have a mini panic attack whenever Harmontown is late. I know. <laughs> I <laughs> like, like, where's, where's my Dan Harmon? <laughs> so uh, the next thing I want to talk to you guys is, is uh, about is God. I cannot talk today. What is wrong with me, Jay? Is it your fault? No. Good. <laughs> no, it is not. We love Jay, Brian. Get out. Um, I want to talk about... The podcast is brought to you by Jay. <laughs> it's brought to you by Jay. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. <laughs> so I want to talk about marketing because that's one thing. Dude, I am so freaking lazy with this podcast. I share it on Facebook groups and then talk about it a lot. Yeah. And then I wear my shirt. And I, I kid shirt. you not, every time I wear my shirt out in public, somebody asks about it. So, yeah, yeah. but that's how awesome. do you guys go about marketing aside from walking around and looking awkward? Um, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of it. Uh, that's a big part of it. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, just actually handing people stickers like, uh, oh, darn. Um, oh, darn. Oh, Speaking Whoa. of marketing, yeah. <laughs> you hand people stickers Hold and Hold the phone. I'll give you a. This is how you do I it. I want one. Take one, pass around. Do hey it guys, exactly we have how- check out our website called The Cinematropolis. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's awesome. This is going cool, on the huh? mini for okay. sure. Oh, yeah. So my initial question is, where did you get the stickers? Like, how did you, or what website did you go to? <laughs> um, so Zach did them. And- <laughs> uh, it's an amazing website called 123stickers.com. Oh. Oh. I, I go to Sticker Junkie. I don't know, oh, whatever cheap prices. You work know. with that. You're going to work with the junkies, not the one, two, three people. I prefer, I prefer junkies. They're much more reliable. <laughs> well, I mean, one, two, three stickers. Uh, we have a long relationship. Uh, uh, we, no. <laughs> Jacob and I, when we were in a band together in high school, we, uh, w- one, two, three stickers is where we went to get our, so our band stickers. Nice. So uh, we, we go back a ways. All reliable. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. <laughs> Uh, no, so I think marketing is is always is the hardest part. Hey, I've got the especially today in 2017. Yes. So uh, much noise. Because guess what? Yes, exactly. Noise is perfect. Because guess what? Everyone has a podcast. Everyone's got a podcast. Everyone's got a blog. Everyone's got the coolest thing ever. And uh, I, I'm not going to, I mean, hey, I'm not going to speak ill upon people. There's also a lot of bad things. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of awesome things like the Okie Show Show or the Metropolis or Good Trash Media or any of that or, or the Cast Beyond the Wall. Yep. A lot of awesome things out or there. Or the voice of the artist. You guys should voice of the artist. Oh, yes. Oh, please yes, do. Yes, yeah. Daniel and uh, Ashley are great. So, yep. yeah. Um, there's a lot out there. There's a lot going on. So what you have to do is figure out how do I get my project outside the noise or how do I get my 
how do I find my audience? Because that's the thing. There's so many different types of audiences. It used to be go way back. It used to be a t- television, and everyone watched the same four channels. So that's why everyone watched MASH. That's why MASH is the most watched thing on television ever the finale was right mm-hmm. so but as we've gone on and it's gone into the internet age the internet started out much the same way oh there's like five youtube videos uh everyone that's got bajillions of views gundam style we all saw that a million times like uh the, the further you get though and the, and the more accessible and, and cheaper technologies become there are mm-hmm. more people who are making content so now uh the good news is there's also more humans in general meaning there are uh, more people who would be into your content uh, or, or your podcast or, or whatever the case may be. It's about ah, it's about finding, finding them. them. One of the benefits of overpopulation. You've <laughs> <laughs> got a huge audience. <laughs> well, and, and also, like, because of the internet and because of the, just the overwhelming number of, like, TV shows, like, there aren't really that many programs that everyone watches anymore. Right. Uh, so with the, the, that's kind of sad because we don't all share that you know, those things as a culture. However, there's all these, what they call, I'm going to get really in the weeds now, but, uh, like little, little, little micro cultures on the internet. You hit many and they all fall. They find their own little bubble yeah. on the yeah. internet that they, and they find friends to those things. So, I mean, that's kind of what you're looking at in 2017 is how do I find my audience? Uh, how do I set myself apart from the noise in order to find my audience? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you go about, like, specifically when, you, when, we're, when we're talking about marketing, like, you found your audience now. How do you reach them? And what do you reach them with? Lots of ads. How do you find <laughs> them, smack them in the face, and be like, listen, or watch, or read my show? So, well... Yeah. Read my show. That's yeah. a new thing. Yeah, read my show. So, uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a variety of things. So, like mm-hmm. like Caleb said, we launched right before Dead Center, and so we made damn sure that we had stickers ready for Dead yeah. Center. And so at Dead Center, um, Caleb literally walked down the lines of people waiting in line for movies and be like, "Hey, we started this new movie website." Yeah. And, and so, and then I got third people who says, "I've already got three already. What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And then See, uh, that's what we should yeah. have done when we were barking for that show. We should have done that. We totally should have just had a. Shit ton of stickers. stickers. Everyone loves yeah. stickers. Yeah, yeah. we were. I had watched we had, the like, an episode pan- of Crashing with uh, Pete Holmes uh-huh. where they were barking and like uh, like there's technique to barking. Like you <laughs> snap the thing. It's so always snapping the thing. <laughs> this is the trick. This will do it. <laughs> I was just standing like. Like, like, like people didn't want to approach me because I was just like, I have a thing in my hand I want to give you right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, Dude, it's so hard to get people to bite. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You kind of have to shove it in their it, faces and then move yeah, on. Yeah. You know, most people are going to throw it away or whatever, but yeah. you like part of it is just yeah. like, and it's not just about getting them to go to your site or whatever. And like we do this with Planet Thunder as well. It's, it's just about getting the name into right. their subconscious. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, eventually, you know, it'll stick. Early on, your yeah. goal is to get recognition, like name yeah. recognition or brand recognition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cinematropolis, I've heard of those guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And later, oh, yeah. I've heard of, they do film essays, right? And then all uh, of a sudden, they, I, I read junkie. one of their essays yeah. one time because my friend yeah, yeah, wrote yeah. for them, uh, which, which actually brings me to another point. Like, there's a lot of, lot of different marketing. Uh, tactics. Uh, some of them we have not implemented yet. Some of them we have. But one way to do the one one way to do it, especially if you have the money to throw at like higher profile people, or you know someone who's got a higher profile person. So for a podcast, for instance, hey, I've got uh, an actor buddy or director buddy who's got 10k Twitter followers. Right now, it's the same thing, right? You get that we need person to start choosing our guests more wisely. I know. <laughs> well, I mean that's it's that's one th- that's one way to do it. But the thing is, like that that person does have a following uh, if they're not a bunch of bots and. Uh, you know, even though kind of like the stickers, maybe only one percent of that audience clicks on the link and listens. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so it's about trying to find, whenever, I mean, have all, all guests. I don't think you should like pick your guests specifically just based on how famous or big a following yeah. they do. But whenever you do That'll have be part sp- of the, uh, the pre-interview process. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I know that you're a professional and you've been on like 50 different movies, but how many Twitter followers do you, you have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I think like even on a micro level, I mean like the, the Oki show show has essentially been doing this from the beginning. You, if the show was just Brian, this whole time people would stop listening probably. But I, like, love, like, I love the and, sound you know, of my own voice and yeah you would just be posting you know interviews with yourself or whatever and, <laughs> and so yeah. it's just you posting it I should just do a Q&A so, with yeah. a bunch of character voices <laughs> yes, and please. so you're not getting in front of new people and so that's that's part of why we want to do contributors like mm-hmm. you know, all three of us have done film writing so the Cinematropolis could just be the three of us writing right. a bunch of essays but we really wanted contributors because one that helps them one that gives them a platform to do something cool but it also helps the site because hey now uh, one of these other guys who isn't working on, you know, doesn't do everything, but they contributed an article or something. They're going to share it on their Facebook. They're going to yeah, share it on their Twitter. Yeah. And yeah. so even again, like it, you're just kind of sl- just trying to slowly build. And so like that's why we want more contributors because <coughs> one, it helps them, but it also helps us as a site. Yeah, and I, I mean it's about identifying people who are going to have some have a, have a good following who are who are writers. Uh, so so Joshua Enter, which you already got one name dropped. So hey, thanks Joshua. Uh, so we actually had uh, a post that went live uh, the day of the recording today, and it was about you know what does Captain America Winter Soldier have to say about fighting the alt right and Nazis? Ooh. Right, punching Nazis, punching Nazis. Punching Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, but but by the Josh, time this show comes out, it won't be relevant. But right now, <laughs> relevant. <Fair. laughs> but but it's j- always relevant. To always <laughs> punching. Not, it's true. Punching Nazis should never be not relevant. <laughs> always. Uh, that was but, so yesterday. Punching Nazis. <laughs> now we light them on fire. <laughs> Uh, but but Joshua, for example, he's a huge huge comic book guru. He knows all the comic book stuff, and he of course loves superhero films. And he two things: he loves superhero stuff, and he likes things are a little older, like smoking the bandit. So it's about, Hey, Joshua, I know you're passionate about these things. Uh, there's a topic we might want to write about, or, Hey, what do you have to say about this film uh, on this, on this uh, theme, you know? And like, it's, it's trying to find the right people who are all, they're best suited because they have a, a following who are really into that. And also, you know, can put out quality stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And I love that you guys are picky because that's one thing that we've tried to do with this show is find people that are legitimate and like, let's face it. When it comes to what are like, we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? That's a bad news for you. Brian. No, I mean, like in every in every film industry, like there's there's like legitimate people, and then there's other people that are still up and coming. Like, I'm not going to say that there are illegitimate people, but they are still up and coming, yeah. and so they haven't quite gotten to that point. So we've always been trying to be relatively picky with the kind of people that we have. But on. in order to speak to the people who are up and coming and who might need those tips to get them where they need to be, because exactly. that's the key too is, right. is helping the audience like, Hey, sure. we're struggling with this specific thing. Yeah. These people are, are doing well. What can we do? What uh-huh. can we learn? That's important. I think. Yeah. Which by the way, listeners stay tuned because we're going to be starting to uh, do some live shows at some different schools and stuff. So Ooh. yeah, now that's exciting. That's, that's super exciting. exciting. Yeah, very, very cool. exciting. Yeah. Oof. I'm pretty, pretty stoked about that. And we're going to have an actor that was in the movie, Logan. Oh. Was it the one guy who got his arm chopped off by by by, by Hugh Jackman we himself? Can't say. We can't, can't say. We can't say. We can't say. Don't well, I mean, that's like every guy, guy in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually his name starts with H, and it and it his last name starts Jackman. With J. I'm sorry. <laughs> his name starts with H and it ends with Jackman. Jackman. <laughs> Brian, you guys got Hugh Jackman? <laughs> <laughs> who was this huge Jackman guy you're talking about? 
George George Jackman. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so um, definitely check out Cinematropolis.com, or it's thecinematropolis.com. Don't forget the the. (laughs) The, right. And uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to the comic book series of the robot that protects the Cinematropolis. (laughs) It's coming. It's coming. Action Comics, issue 001. I think it'll come uh, come out about the same time as George R. R. Martin's next Game of Thrones book, A Winds of Winter. Uh, I think it might be on that same schedule, I think. You know what? I feel like once Game of Thrones, the show is done, I don't know if anyone's going to want to read the book. Oh, I'm going to want to read it. I am definitely. Because the way that it's in is so epic. I want to see. Like, I'm watching because, like, this this is a TV show, which means that there's a room of writers. Uh, I want to see George R. R. Martin, one dude, top that shit, he man. He did by writing all of them before the show even came out. He wrote it all. And I'm just saying, he is he's a feisty little lover because he is keeping us waiting. He is. He is just. Just him and all just, of his come wolves. On, come on me. Waiting, George. Well, we're going to move on to a Kelly's Corners segment. Kelly, do you have a corner? I do have a corner today. Uh, yeah, if anyone, you, you all can chime in on the theme song. It's totally, we don't have one, but it's a thing. You can just say Kelly's Corner and it's fine. Ready? Uh, Three, two, one. Kelly's, Kelly's Corner! Kelly's Corner. Oh, guys, that was so beautiful. <laughs> You know, uh, uh, I have a babysitter tonight, uh, which I don't do a lot because it's expansive. And um, is she a member of the babysitters club? She, close. I mean, she just joined. She has cards, so I what? feel like she did just join the club. What? And I'm welcoming Whoa. her to the home. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, okay. She gave me a card, and on, and the price was very low. Hopefully she's not watching because I don't mean to tell her that it's low, but it's low. And I was she's like, watching, yeah. she's like, what? I know. Crap? She's like, I come, home, I come home, she's like, that'll be $15 an hour. And I'm like, oh. Um, but it's funny because, you know, she's, she's 15 and her mom dropped her off and then came in to meet me because safety for your child. I get it as a parent, but I'm pretty sure her mom's going to stay the whole time. So basically I'm paying, <laughs> I'm paying a child to watch my children. And the parent of the child who's watching the children is also parenting the child <laughs> while the child parents my children. If that makes sense. I know. It's kind of crazy. Wow. <laughs> if my kids are alive at the end of it, I'm happy. Then I go, you got to go three levels deep into that parenting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do. Soon grandma shows up. <laughs> it's like you the, paid for the price of one three generations. <laughs> I like the extra security. It's the babysitting version of a glitch in the matrix. It is. It really yeah. is. It really is. She walks in and then she walks in again. But yeah. that was mom. And, and yeah. the mom and the child and the children and the, and the mom returns to the child and the mother and the children. And the, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, it, it makes me uneasy just because I don't have control over what's happening in my house. And I don't have control over my two year old daughter who is being kind of mean right now, if I can put it nicely. Hopefully she hears this when she's 16. There was a picture that you posted of Coraline that that kid looked so ready to to mess some stuff up. Like, it just had this look in its... uh, I just said it... I, yeah. Your Thank child, you using the she, pronoun, Brian. No one does. She hasn't decided if she's one or the other. No, she she had this look on her face like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Like, like, and or there's the, the she's like, ready to burn the, the house down. Perfectly timed eye roll as a two year old, where she looks at me in literally three second eye roll <laughs> and then walks away with her finger. Like, you know, wow, they got to yeah. learn that from somewhere. That's my. That's all I got. The Kelly's corner. It's not very exciting. It's just weird. Like, there's a mother <laughs> well, and a child it. and my children at my house 
but not that's the mother of their uh, the mother of the children. The, yeah, it's kind of the point of Kelly's corner though, because darn it, Kelly, your life. life is weird. It's a different your life. Your life is so I weird. I, I am thirty years old, yes. and you have such a more mature life than me. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I have two years on you, Brian, and women I know. live longer than you. Men, so I'm gonna live. I'm gonna outlast all y'all. Oh, in this I'm, room. I'm gonna die so That's young. You have no idea. I'm gonna be in this body. No. I've I've watched too many James Dean movies. <laughs> so only the good die young. Right? It's true. Right. Yeah, it's true. Well, you guys ready to play uh, a game? A I think game. we have we a, a time, for time for a game. game. Games, yeah. games are our, our yeah. speciality. Ooh. Yes, James. as Obi Wan Kenobi would say. Thrones, maybe or Game of Thrones. So. Game of Thrones. We're going to play the Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's actually, it was originally titled Musical Chairs, but they decided that was not <laughs> very cool. So a Game of Thrones was much cooler. Mm. Well, then they so, found out when they played the music that Joffrey just came and killed all the participants. Like, right, yeah. The room. Yeah. It was very um, violent musical chairs. <laughs> when will you die? <laughs> so Sketch idea. Yeah, write that yeah. down. <laughs> we're going to play sound effects, uh, which is the first time we've ever played this. I don't know how it's going to go on a podcast because uh, typically you do need Kablam. large movement. Whoa. To kind of, yeah. He's already got it, guys. We've Interruption. Actually, <laughs> we've actually played this, this, this game once before, once well before, before you came oh, around. Yeah, whenever well, we were well. interviewing the folks from Dead Center Film Festival. Hopefully this is and, uh, and it was interesting. So we're going to try it again because I love this game. Okay, and good. I think it's okay. perfect for podcasting. Well, okay. So, yeah, sound effects. Basically, we're going to do a, a, a what, what, three person scene. Let's just do a three person scene, and yep. you three will be the sound effects masters. I'm going to call you masters. Word. Um, it's yes. my name. Don't wear it out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're going to do, they're going to add the sound effects to our scene, and we're going to go along with whatever happens. Now, are we going to assign one person to each performer? Yeah, let's do okay. one person to per performer. Uh, I don't. I don't know. So, Who wants me? <laughs> we got it. All right, Caleb's going to do Neil over here. All right. Yeah. All right. You guys, right there, and we'll close proximity. Okay. So we got okay there you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. J- Jacob's yeah. going to do yeah. me, and then Zach. Yeah, he is. Oh, he's going to do me good. He's going to do me real good. So uh, let's. Uh, one of you guys, can you give us a suggestion of like a setting that might be unusual? I don't know. Location or. Podcast studio. Podcast studio. Uh, podcast studios. <laughs> All right. Uh, We're going to really visual. stretch it today. <laughs> okay. See if you can imagine that in your brain. So, okay. So we're in a podcast studio. Yeah. Um, I feel like we should get one more. Suggestion. Yeah. Let's get one more suggestion. Yeah. Um, awkward item to find in <laughs> a bathroom. <clears throat> awkward item to find in a public bathroom. Any bathroom. Any bathroom. Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. Hey. All right. All right. That's okay. so that's, Sledgehammer that's Podcast Room. Okay. Got it. Hello and welcome to the podcast that explores the Heartlands Entertainment Industries. I'm Brian. I'm Kelly. And I'm Neil. And uh, we're here with... Why is there a sledgehammer here? Oh, didn't they tell you they're demoing today? They're demoing? We're de- supposed to be I'm recording sorry, a podcast. I know, they're de- <laughs> Did you hear that? They already started. Why are they using shotguns for demolition? (laughs) Are you shushing me? Are you shushing me? No, 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 Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. That's 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 the wind pulling the string from the wrecking ball. You know how I feel about being shushed. Good. I'm glad that that was the the wrecking ball. I I would never shush you, Kelly. But we, th- this uh, sledgehammer has really got to go because uh, it's kind of awkward for our guests here to for us to have a sledgehammer in the middle. Okay, of all chunk this. it. All okay. right, here we go. Kathunk. 
So, so I'm, I'm glad we put a uh, couch in the studio because, here. I don't know. I mean, of course, on this podcast, we try to be very upfront. We are trying to create a new podcasting studio within a McDonald's. I know it sounds weird, but and they're demoing the McDonald's right now. We but they they, they let us use their back room. Okay, they let us yeah, use their back room, and that's it's a true. full studio. They have a full podcasting you know what? studio here. You fries was hot. See, you already heard it. <laughs> you heard it. Which actually, I forgot to flip the burgers. Done. Brian's Slip. been Done. contracted. Flip. See, <laughs> it, it, it all it all kind of worked out though because like the golden the golden arches, you just get excellent excellent satellite signal. We got great reception with those arches. <laughs> See, and there we also have aliens that are helping us send the signal all over. I know, and, and I you know the aliens are great and all, but this one I'm really sure. needs to stop probing my butt. <laughs> He just, he won't stop. I'm not doing a sound effect. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we're going to top that. (laughs) I'm not doing that. (laughs) Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's uh, Jacob, Zach Burns. It's always great to have you guys on. You're you're basically uh, honorary co-host at this point. That's true. Uh, Caleb, you are not an honorary (laughs) co-host yet. We don't have money here. But challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Uh, uh, Thank you for having us on, Brian. Um, Can we plug our stuff one more time? Do do it. No. No. Do it. (laughs) Do it now. Where can we find you guys online? Uh, You can find us, of course, at thecinematropolis.com. We have social media channels, three, in fact. Uh, We have uh, Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Cinematropolis. Zach will tell us about the Twitter. Uh, You can find the Cinematropolis on Twitter at the Cinematrop. The Cinematrop. 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 And same thing at Instagram, if you can handle that. I can. Perfect. You can handle that. <laughs> oh. Now, before we before we let you guys go, I do want to talk about there's uh, there's a couple things that have happened. We have recently. some spoilers. No, not really. And, uh, and so you guys just released a little something something. You want to talk about that a little bit? Real yes. quick. Real so quick. By the time this podcast is released, we will have released... Uh, on DVD and Blu-ray and hopefully digital version as well of Electric Nostalgia for people to order. That's definitely the score of the and movie. Then, <laughs> so we are very excited about that because it's Indeed. been a long time coming. So, And then we're going to release it at the um, second annual Whoa. Planet Thunder Brainstorm event, uh, which uh, happened on September 29th. It hasn't happened yet, but when you listen to this, the it will have. The day after my birthday. I'll be 29. <laughs> it was I the most epic Oh, it's the most epic brainstorm uh, you've ever seen. Yes, yeah. and we've got it was, it was so much fun, guys. Man, Whenever we great. went, it was crazy. Like there were actual brains in the room, and like, I was there. And it was storming. Yeah, it was stopped. It was crazy. It was the rays were blue. Wow. So but if where, you okay. want to order Electric Nostalgia, it should still be available for sale um, on our website, hopefully. Um, <laughs> we, we'll if have you that go to planetthunderfilms.com, exactly. there will be a link there for sure. Yeah. Boom. In the future, which it, is where we are. And certainly on the Cinematropolis. <laughs> the year 2000. Also on the Cinematropolis.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. We, we love you guys always. Neil, plug yourself on social media. At NeilNewby95 or NeilNewbyPhoto and Film. Kelly, where can we find you? At home, making pot roast. (laughs) (laughs) And paying babysitters to be watched by their mothers. So you can't find me at my house. Just go two doors down. We're moving from one house 
two doors down in the cul-de-sac. So you'll find me there if you're stalking me in my neighborhood. It's the Great Migration of great. 2017. And of course, you can follow the Okie Show Show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Okie Show Show. You can also go to our Patreon if you feel like being a patron and being a, a part of the behind-the-scenes portions cool of the show. Patreon.com slash Show Show. And uh, you can also go to okishowshow.com and look at all the goodies that we have over at Cinema 405, the YouTube channel, all the crazy stuff that we've got, original sketches on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Show. And I think that's about it. <laughs> we'll see you guys in the next two weeks. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>